Ooh, you like you like that? Listen to that. That's that cool breeze coming to you from the coast of Florida right now. I'm coming out from uh, Largo, officially, near uh, Clearwater, near Tampa, in that greater Florida area, that southern eastern area of the United States. Height drop on the road. Um, excited to bring you this sixth episode with none other than Max Henry, the tank. The gorilla, as I like to call him, because he just is shaped like one. And our good friend and host for, for our trip down here, for Height Drop's trip down to Florida, Jace Eiley. Um, two guys that you know I've known for many years, and I was down here last time in 2015, so three years ago. Um, hadn't returned, and luckily our trips all lined up again. We could train together. And, of course, I wanted to talk and bring these guys on the podcast, both with some really interesting uh things to say jace you know has been a member of the community parkour community for a long time and uh he's you know been a controversial figure for some people i'm sure talks to some shit online has some things to say but uh, i appreciate that about him he's a, someone with that has an opinion is not afraid to share it and uh, he's also not afraid to share some of the uh, darker details of his life which i think are going to be um super valuable and inspiring maybe for for some of you guys out there just to know that there's some struggles out there that you know a lot of us are going through potentially you know especially out here it seems to be an epidemic in the western world in the states um so shedding some light on some of those things in the podcast was great to have jason to to talk about not just parkour but uh some of the bigger more important things um we face and um and of course max henry you know i wanted to officially bring him on <laughs> for a long time but definitely like it, it worked out perfectly for this trip because max is already down here he's already working on this big challenge he set he set himself a goal and if you know max henry um which you should he's you know a longtime practitioner practitioner out of uh new york lives comes from long island um and he's traveled all over the world trained with many of the best uh free runners out there and he's you know well regarded and renowned in the community um <coughs> excuse me uh for for just being one of the most savage like practitioners in some ways but also very calculated he's not very um high risk in and in the way he approaches the game he's had a very very clean progression and it shows in his movement you see just like the intensity of uh focus on details and everything that he puts is is just makes it so it looks insanely easy when he's doing some of the most difficult things you've ever seen so Super fun to watch as a practitioner, and also super fun to talk to. Um, he's got a really unique approach to the game. I'll let you know. I'll let that speak for itself. But I love I love Max's approach. It's it's different very much from my own, and um, I respect the hell out of him for for the, what he brings to the world of parkour and and to the world of uh, just the world, son. <laughs> Everyone uh, needs to meet that man. He's a very humble and inspiring guy. He has written a book um, called The Parkour Roadmap, which you guys can check out. I'll, get that link and put it in Amazon or, or whatever. So I hope you guys don't hear that sirens in the background. That's, that's that South side <laughs> crime, you know, something coming in hot out here. I'm recording outside for the, for the time being getting some fresh air, but yeah, check out Max's book. And, uh, he's, you know, a renowned coach as well. If you guys get the chance to take one of his workshops, I'm sure you'll benefit very much. Um, and, uh, you know, what can I say? These guys are, it was a great group. I uh, hope to have them back on again. hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the feedback I've been getting. I've been getting more shout outs from you guys. 
give me some uh, some links and stuff to talk about. We're gonna have to get to those when I probably when I get back or or when uh when I have the chance to record solo because you know when I'm talking to to Max and Jace, we really didn't have time to get into some of the awesome stuff you guys sent me. And uh, people have even been using the hotline, so uh, much love to that. We'll bring on some hotline conversation soon. Um, yeah, boys and girls, thank you again so much. This is it, the Height Drop episode. Thanks to our sponsors. We'll get a word from them at the end of the episode. And I appreciate you guys listening to that and giving your full attention to these guys now. Max Henry and Jace Eiley. All right, gang. Oh, shit. Damn, son. <laughs> I fucking, this is really loud. Hold on. We're doing this live. Did We're doing it live, that? baby. I'm recording, and uh, Ooh, I'm just going to have to move I a little like bit. I'll have to come up off the mic a little bit. I'm a little up on that mic. Too close. Welcome to the height drop. I'm making love to this mic. Oh, my God. Yeah. You you, <laughs> you guys uh, have a special treat. I have two lovely guests here today. Max Henry. What up? Woo! And, uh, of course, the young Jace Eiley. Yeah, woo! In the mix. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> I should have woo! done the Just one. Just move it for yeah. yourself. Yeah, Thank you. Move it for yourself. We're coming to you from Max's... Homestead on wheels, the van. <laughs> Does this thing have a name? Bill. Bill the van. Bill, Bill the van. Bill the van. Usually you name your cars after women. What made the? What made you go for the guy, the <laughs> William the van? Uh, he's named after the pony from Fellowship of the Ring that takes to... them from the Shire to. <laughs> <Maria>. <laughs> he's got a fucking reason. <laughs> it's not just I'm a dumb not name. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Damn. Of course. Thankfully, the pony comes back at the end. Oh, good, good. Tom Bombadil took care of him until the scouring of the Shire at the end. So, so you're keeping this van forever, huh? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I mean, you've done a nice thing. You've done well with this thing. I told you guys. I told Max earlier. This the reason why this van works so well. It's the negative space. Yeah. He didn't overdo it. He didn't yeah. put too much shit in here. A lot of room. It actually has like a good. It has like a minimalist vibe somehow. Even I mean. I guess yeah. it makes sense. I'm You're sitting on his bed life. full up, and I'm comfortable. Like, yeah, that's, you're fully that's, chilling. Yeah, and there's a lot of leg room here. Um, so we're here. We're in Tampa. We are, you Woo! know, there's no. it's no coincidence that Max Henry is here at the same time as we are. And uh, <clears throat> obviously I wanted to bring this up out the gate because yep, you are yep, doing yep, some yep, crazy yep. shit, you know? Trying to do some, yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll see how much goes. I mean, really, like, you know, correct me at any moment. Correct me if I'm wrong, or just jump in here. But basically, okay. Max Henry is out here. He's pushed himself. He's prepared for months to do this this certain challenge yeah. at a very famous spot. Six and months. actually, oh I'll just God. let you take it over from there. Like, what what is the genesis of this challenge that oh, you're trying? Oh man, um, I mean, I. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get like too specific because it's like obviously yeah. There's because of the way that the way that things have gone this weekend, like I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm gonna send. Mm-hmm. And I love the like the line from uh, like Tommy Caldwell always says like uh, what is it? Oh no, now I forgot it. Send first, spray later, which is basically like do it and then you can talk about uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> humble like a man of a man of <laughs> yeah, humble man. I like. Well, I've that. already told enough people like what my kind of plans were, but I want to keep it just like a couple. You know, the friends that I mm-hmm. know are not gonna like. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've been coming down here every winter since 2011 Mm. and I love the spots down here and there's just like this one line that I've always like kind of wanted to do since I was able to physically approach it, but kind of realized last year I prepped it. Like I was looking at it for like two and a half years in a row 
um so three winters and i came down every year i was like oh, i want to do this and then just couldn't like physically do it uh and then this year i made the decision that like it's worth it for me to like basically take six months off of my training for every other challenge <laughs> to just like put it all into into like doing this one and um yeah the reason i'm like not 100 percent sure is like there's a music festival happening right now this weekend so basically we went from having like four days to do it to having like a couple hours on monday morning (laughs) so it's kind of like a limited window which is in some ways it's nice it takes some stress off you know and gives me like i have two rest days from today um to prep it and i kind of like can mentally go into it as like this is like send day instead of just kind of like yeah not instead of feeling it out yeah Yeah. not being in like game mode it's kind of like you're going there to do this thing and you know that Mm-hmm. It's going to be basically your one opportunity for the, the for a couple future. weeks at least. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but also I like randomly just I have like a sprained wrist right now because I was training. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a hefty dive Kong in the line. And so I was training some dives and, and basically did one that was like pretty, pretty hard. Probably like one of the biggest dives I've done on like a thin wall and just kind of didn't take the impact perfectly. Yeah. Um, and undershot it with like didn't put quite enough speed into it. So. Uh, my wrist is a little bit sprained, so that kind of limits my perfect, like, you what mean, I would love to do. The, and we really, I mean, we all know this. Yeah. You almost never are injury-free. Yeah. You know? No. So I don't know if you, you can always, you always aim for perfection, entering a challenge yeah. like this. I mean, I won't, I'm not going to reveal too much, because even I, like, don't necessarily know the full <laughs> one. But I know that, like, we're talking about, if I can just let the listeners in yeah, on, yeah. like, a few things. It is, like, this famous spot in Tampa. And, like, Jace, maybe you're the best person to kind of, like, describe this because oh, yeah. you've lived here for all these years and, and people can kind of get to know, like, the history of the spot a little bit. Oh, you yeah. You know, like, you've seen everything pretty much that <laughs> has gone down go down in yeah. person, you know? So, it's like, a, it's weird. You... Every time I – if I ever end up going to Tampa, someone ends up doing something. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first time that Danny did the Tampa stride was in, like, 2010. And for Danny, like, especially at the time he made that jump, like, not to say that it wasn't, you know – groundbreaking in some way but he made that jump look massive and i really think that that, that is, arroyo effect. yeah that arroyo effect really shined <laughs> at that uh, there and i think that's one of the reasons why that became such a famous spot but after that you know there's there's a 14 there's a there's like just there's, there's a three there, there's a bunch of jumps there yeah i actually can't think of how many there are all together that he's doing but, but there's there's like the what is it, the 14 foot gap to the 12 foot gap. yeah then there's like after that there's like a six or seven foot gap to the other 12 foot gap. yeah and then the final gap is 14 to 14 12 and a half to a rail to a rail and and max is basically trying to like we won't say any too much but he's trying to link these things in one shot yeah one shot which is like which is which will be like i mean i don't know for me as like a all all these things have been one-off tricks up yeah like i as like a i don't know i wouldn't say like a parkour historian but this is like a huge deal like if, if this you know if and when this happens, you know, this this is definitely going to be – there's a – you know, this is definitely something that I would even take six months out of my training, you know, to do something like this. This is It's exactly how someone in any other sport would do a challenge this hard to – you know, this is exactly how they prepare for it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't even, like, necessarily want to – Like, like I've, just I've been, like, that. really, like – no, like, I didn't want to take <laughs> six months out of my training. Like, I've been going kind of crazy because it's just, like, the amount of, like – I just realized, like, I wasn't strong enough. And I yeah. think that if I trained any other way – you know, like there's people I think that like like Jimmy or like Mish or maybe like Hendo and like Pedro mm-hmm. Salgado, like they could probably come and train their endurance for like a week and and probably do the line. Um, but for me, I, I kind of got to the point where I was like, man, if I don't train 
specifically for this like I'm just physically like not good enough to do it which is I don't know like some people might find that depressing but I feel like it's cool because I found a goal that I'm really motivated to try and it's like it's pushed me to become like a stronger more confident athlete than I've ever been so I feel like I just turned 25 and I feel so much stronger and so much more confident and like powerful even it's evident as well even I haven't seen you you move the way I mean you've always had impeccable movement you've always You're had finally like, over the achilles strength. injury it's, it's been but it's <laughs> it's, finally it's fucking definitely stronger. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, completely on a new level like you can tell i haven't seen you train since you've mm-hmm. put yourself dedicated yourself to this one thing and i mean the confidence that you bringing to like things that would have been you know whatever sort yeah, of difficult just like for tr- you last today, time i saw like you training. are just super tame super yeah. chill oh god yeah. and um I don't know. What do you think it, it like? Is it the gains in strength that are the biggest things? Like what you've been what, describe some of that training, I guess. Yeah. Um. So I, in September, was kind of like, oh man, I don't have the knowledge really to, to like take my training, my like physical training, to the level that I'm I'm gonna need to for this challenge, because it's not just kind of like getting stronger. I mean, yeah, like the this to like do the fix the physical part uh, of the jumps. Like I think I was able. I was able on my own to kind of get close to doing them all individually, but then to like link it and maintain uh, a training regimen that would keep me like getting stronger and injury free for like four months Mm. and like peaking into like a phase where I feel now like my nervous system's recovered. I I got Andres Luzardo, who's the head coach at MFR down in Miami, who I've known since like 2011. Yeah, he lived with me in 2011 for like six weeks. And so I, I went down to Miami live with him but i've been basically hiring him to be my like personal trainer since like october and so we've just been focusing on like hammering out kind of the specifics um for this so like the hardest thing for me is like basically the big stride and trying to like hopefully stride out of it um is you know it's tough and so we've been doing like a lot of like top quarter work so like a lot of like lunges like unilateral one leg stuff where uh, actually like right before this, I was really stoked cause I hit, I've been doing uh step ups with like a foot and a half tall box and I've, I hit, uh, my, my one rep max, like 400 pounds, Jesus yeah. Christ. which was Would, like a, this a goal starting out was kind of <laughs> like, Oh, I'd like to max out at like 350. Oh my God. And we were joking about 400 and then now I'm like, Oh, maybe I can't six even months, deadlift like, that. Four, seven, five. <laughs> <laughs> Not me either, bro. Uh, by a lot. Oh by my God. Lot. <laughs> Dude. But, like you, you've always approached training. I feel like from this very, um, I don't know what the like the word is exactly, but just a mathematical anal. almost approach. Like <laughs> yeah, anal, anal, but like extremely well, anal. not That's even just I wouldn't I wouldn't even max. describe it like that because I don't see it as a negative. I think it's given you that that impeccable technique that I mm. like. You know, as much as you inspire me, you make me feel like piece of shit yeah, oh <laughs> every time I train because I'm just like. I feel like so. Ha- I feel like, like a fusion. rag doll. Just I, know. I feel like, like I'm just like a hucker. Just, just like as like, soon oh, as I'm great. next to Max because it's so pristine. But that was because a lot of um, your training was you know geared on getting over fear and like yeah. you had a very very slow progression, which is like really what's been your defining characteristic in mm. some ways because you you've had that that slow rise and so now like everything that you do you look perfectly ready for, which is like really respectable oh, I know, to I, say the I've least. always liked that about your style is like I feel like we're kind of like the if we had a fusion we'd be perfect because it's like <laughs> I know I was like if I could if I can move I had the posture and strength of Max Henry oh my God. I would be able to do it's, the yeah. biggest things ever done it sucks to know and that you I Max could do had it. the insanity 
um, <laughs> that I had, then same thing. It's yeah, just it would just be. Power, man. It's oh, like, it's just I don't have it apparently. I was talking with Milo. Uh, <laughs> Jace, we just need the steez. We we That's both we saying. both suck at flips. I know. <laughs> Maybe you could teach us to flip three to some shit. That's like or the, twist. See, can I, can you teach me bad at jumps? You can just do a flip to it. You can just do the same jump but with a flip into it. Yeah, easy. Yeah. You get the same, you get twice the love. But more, well, more importantly, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like I think it's really interesting and really cool, and it's not any surprise, honestly, to me that you are pushing the the sport in this direction. I think in like this new direction, and you know, I've always like gotten the best climbing videos off of you, the best climbing <laughs> yeah, documentaries, actually, the, and the I think that's definitely you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's probably a huge inspiration for like the way you approach certain things. For sure. And, it, and it's like this is a very climbing style, almost style uh, of thing to do. You're setting like a route almost yeah. more than you're you're doing parkour challenges like as they're traditionally done you're like this well, is I something like to do, do it. all at once it's this huge project and like i mean it was very reminiscent when we were watching who was that climber we Adam watched Andra. Adam uh, Andra yeah, yeah, working, on the working on the silence which if you haven't seen <laughs> that shit hard. if you have not seen what is it called uh, it, it's called Silence. It's the f- world's first 515D sport climb. You need to see that. <laughs> Everyone needs to that see that. That doesn't mean shit. anything to most people, but that's just ridiculous. It's basically the I hardest climb ever me, done. Not basically. It, it is the yeah, hardest is. climb it ever done. It is the hardest climb And ever it is done, absolutely yeah. enthralling to like see this guy, the way he tackled the problem. Dude had to like, again, learn like, how the to dedication. Turn his knee you know, yeah. the you taking six months out to work on this, solving an equ- equation, you know, instead yeah. of. Um, just seeing what your skills can do, you're like, no, this can be done, and I'll make my skills good enough to do it. I think it's it's cool because um, when I, I I guess like I've told a couple people about about this project that I'm like pretty close to in training, and, and some of the like my Long Island training partners, and a lot of the times the initial reaction is like, oh, but it's gonna make you so much worse at everything else, and I was a little worried about that too. Um, but you know, I think that like pursuing by pursuing like the physicality that's what i've always liked about climbing is like they've gotten to the point where they're they're not limited by their bodies and in in parkour i think a lot of times we are um we were at the point you know like back in the day with the yamakaze they were so strong and so well conditioned uh and they just had like so much fortitude but like Mm. the mental game for like technique wasn't there because they're the pioneers you know and they weren't like they didn't care about technique as kind of like an end goal like their end goal was something bigger and then with the british like it got really more like tech based and and then i feel like it's kind of at the point now where so many people are focused on pushing like crazy stuff like high up that's super technical and like the store guys and you mm-hmm. and Dylan and Nick, obviously out in Scary Creek, um, <laughs> and that kind of That's stuff like is like, <laughs> it's, I see it and I just like, I don't know, I've never had that much confidence in myself where I'm kind of like, I, I I like to push myself at height, but there's also <laughs> like a point where I'm just kind of like, I don't find the reward like worth the the, the risk, risk. Yeah. and and like mm-hmm. there there are situations like you know how it is like I. I'm never going to do something where I feel like there's a risk to it. Like yeah. you do stuff, you're like, exactly. this is fine. Um, but also like I've had conversations with like Dylan, for instance, and he just like is so confident in himself. And like, yeah. I've never been able to like get into that mindset of people like Dylan or like Alex Honnold who are just like, Oh, like I know if I can do it here, like, I'm not going to slip. And I'm like, no, I might slip. Like <laughs> I, I'm definitely not perfect. And, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes in those like high leverage situations, um, I don't like always have the most confidence in myself. So yeah. that's something that, like I'm working on in my own way. But for me, because I wasn't like, I feel like I wasn't confident enough to like push in that direction. 
I've kind of been exploring more of like the, the physicality physical. side, which is like, how can I pick a, a route where it's like, like you were saying, like maybe six or seven challenges that like people would just do while yeah. they're out training yeah. and then link all of the hardest well, versions it's into not like one it's thing. Not, yeah. I mean, not for oh, nothing. God. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a testament that you think these aren't even mental challenges <laughs> yeah. that you like yeah. have made a, these are just massive physical. strides in your, in your <laughs> mental game because they are 15 or 12 to 15 feet up. And, you know, obviously we're, we know that you could barely get injured on that, you know, yeah, because yeah. like worst case scenarios for you just wouldn't result in in- injury because no, you're just no. that, you know, perfect. But, <clears throat> but, those you are said those right are before I get injured on <laughs> Monday. No. no, but just like I no, mean, the obviously options are good, and it's like if yeah. if the worst comes to worst, like I can. There's a million things that you can do to like lower the yeah. impact. It's but these are like deal. I mean, you know, actual worst case scenarios of some random track and field athlete that could get the distance has yeah. tried to send these things. I mean, you could end up on your neck and like paralyzed. Yeah, for you know, sure. like there, it's not it's not a it's not a, it's not track and field. It's yeah. not on the ground. It's yeah. actually yeah. relatively high. You can mess <laughs> up, but it's not yeah. like what, you but know, for it's you, not like the, the target Nick and Dylan the precision did. Yeah. and stuff is like within <laughs> oh, range. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah so I mean, ridiculous. yeah, absolutely insane. Uh. <laughs> I mean, but that's always good. You know, I'm that's why our sport. You're, you like it though. Sorry yeah. to let you off. But no, no, I do. Man. It's cool. Cause I've been like, I don't know. You put a lot of time into it and it's like, Oh, I don't know if anybody will even like care or think this is cool or like want to push their training this way. But like I do. So it's kind of, it's worth yeah. it for me. Nah, you got to realize well, and you're not going like to be alone. History. Like that's the best. Like think, I think that's what is so important about training the way that you want to is yeah. because like you're giving like that. Okay. Okie doke or whatever. You're, you're like, <laughs> you're blazing a trail for somebody, people like you. There's definitely tons of Max Henry's out there. Yeah. You know, or people sure. that are like you that want to know that that door is open and like it's scary it's scarier for you because you have to open that door first you know especially for something like this but that's why you know that's what makes it that's why i'm so fulfilling too it's like if you're the first one to do it it's like like this project is is good it's really been like very personal and fulfilling for sure this will if he if if and when he does this it it will be by far the (laughs) the hardest parkour line ever done in one like in one go there's no doubt about that like yeah, that that there's that, that's. I mean, I know he's. If I can do the hard line, co- which like if my wrist isn't healed, me and Milo <laughs> have already been talking. Like, if things don't go a hundred percent on Monday, then we're kind of like, all right, well, we're committed to like getting tickets again in six weeks and like flying back down here. Yeah, yeah. You know, and coming back down for a weekend, just like. And you do, yeah, uh, yeah. It. As part of this, you're filming this whole like, yeah mini mini docu. Yeah, hopefully we're gonna do it for like a Vimeo, like a twelve yes. or fifteen minute Vimeo release, and like what you're saying about like. We have some really great footage. Uh, like I, I have some stuff. Like I interviewed, um, or Steve Zavitz actually in New York interviewed my parents about it. And like, oh yeah, That's it's so awesome. funny, man. Like they're great. Uh, and you can kind of see, I've always just kind of been an old man in my approach. And like, <laughs> I have like a video when I was fourteen of my training. And I'm like super serious, like talking to Yo, the camera. Yeah, that video with the, bowl cut. <laughs> yeah, with the bowl cut. Yeah, with the bowl cut. So good. You and Phil Doyle. Have you uploaded yeah. that yet? It's yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh my. Oh yeah, it is on. Dude. It is. Everyone it's, needs to go check that out yeah, as well. It's incredible. Have yourselves a laugh, but also shit, get inspired. It's like eighteen minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. like eighteen minutes. I think that's minutes, one of yeah. the most inspiring <laughs> things. I mean, uh, you should pull some clips of that maybe. Yeah, Even we're gonna put them in the doc because. Yeah, that would actually be pretty cool. I mean, that, this is like this is the, the fulfillment of that mindset. You know? yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And, and to see the progression from where you came from to where you are now is, I mean, yeah, it <laughs> it almost sounds like an insult because it almost it really makes me feel like anyone can do like what yeah. they put their mind to. You know, it didn't like seem you know from those videos back of you at fourteen that you had like 
the natural gifts that you appear to have now. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, you yeah. appear to have like natural talents and gifts that like don't make sense. You know? <laughs> no, You're I just agree like, what the that. fuck? <laughs> how does someone do that or jump that far? Like, how is his chest so upright when he's doing it? Why would he get a and, degree in um, math? <laughs> it so doesn't many make questions. sense. So many until, questions. And it still doesn't make sense even like now. Like I just don't know how you Who went. Who the fuck to, likes I don't math? Know, I, I would have had to follow you for those twelve years. <laughs> you guys you're just like hung up completely. Yeah, you're just like. <laughs> Who the fuck likes math? <laughs> I like math. There's like six math books. I like right math there. actually too. You. you know what? I'm not really. I I quit calculus. I quit at the calculus level. That's when it gets fun though. Yeah, if you have it? a good teacher. I had yeah, a I shit teacher. Like I guess. Grades, so. Mr. Whoever. Started with an H. <laughs> no names. Started no with names. a something. Um, no, <laughs> I, I, I think that though, like what you're saying is that like every, um, I, I think that's really cool. And I don't, I don't, I don't feel bad about that because like, I think that something that I've always enjoyed as like a coach, um, or like a, a guest athlete is being able to see people that are like really, really passionate that maybe don't have as much natural talent as their friends, mm. you know? And like being able to honestly just be like, dude, in 10 years, like you're going to be better than you ever thought you could be, Yeah, you know? And like, I was, I made like an eight year video a couple years back. I'm at like 11 years now, but I remember when I made my eight year video, as I was editing, editing it, I was thinking to myself, like if my like 14 year old self saw any of the stuff in this video, I would have just been like, that's CGI. Like I just (laughs) wouldn't have been like, that's not a human being. I mean, I remember seeing my first rail precision and like a human being can't, Oh like my land God. on a Blue bar my yeah. and not fall off. Like that's just impossible. Like no one has that much sense. balance. You know, it should. Uh, yeah, it, it's mind boggling to see like where where you can go in this yeah. sport or in anything like that. I mean, that's but. a cool thing, and it keeps you humble. I think when you're good, like when you get to a level that you're happy with, it's like mm-hmm. sometimes I think that it's easy to get cocky when you're like going out to events and stuff, and you're like, oh yeah, like I'm on the circuit i'm a big boy you know i'm a big fish (laughs) and like a then you meet people like jimmy that are just like quiet and don't care about any publicity and do harder things than anybody in the world there's so many like like, insanely talented people lurking in like i'm so happy calum got to meet jimmy oh uh, yeah yeah. dude jimmy was like super injured we're just looking at all these jumps Uh and he's like oh man you guys should check out this one and then look at this one and me and calum looking at this drop rail parade we're like oh man that's like way too hefty That's right now and jimmy's like savage. oh man that one looks big and just like sticks it like first <laughs> like, dude get out of here like Jimmy oh with his like incredible. injured knees like oh man i'm i'm hurt i wish i wasn't hurt he's a mon. he's just that, incredible he's a, yeah he's such a monster um, shout out to jimmy Pereira. oh my if god if you don't follow him already Double shout out hopefully he that can trip, get paid to like shot. not have to work at universal full-time so he can actually train yeah him. man oh that's god. something that like that's something that is super you know we've it's been a bit of a theme. We talked a little bit about it with Nate, I think, on the, his episode, Nate and Lincoln, oh, yeah. when they were here. But just like the, the, the American scene is so um, not. It's it feels like it's, it's very unique and it's got all these great benefits, but it also is just does not lend itself to any kind of career, you know, for a lot yeah. of us out here. You know, it seems like another more established communities. There's lots of. Um, more, or it seems like there's more opportunity. Yeah, I mean, Europe's you know? community is like just, mm-hmm. it's like four or five years older. And yeah. also, like, they've had a lot more government recognition from the yeah. beginning, and everything is so close together. So it's like you can have five international, basically, like governing bodies that are running events that mm. are like the distance from New York to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, it's nuts. And like, it, it the 
the culture it feels is also different like i'm not yeah. complaining like we were, t- we were talking about it in the van earlier today but just it's it's a beautiful place to live it's a beautiful country mm-hmm. however sometimes the culture the way like the values and stuff that america seems to have you know outwardly facing and, and that means like that's what you absorb as as you're growing up is like it's very shallow very money and power and fame and like weird like well, I think it's driven you get, like uh, you get a lot of positives, but I do think that everywhere you go, the positives are because it's such a diverse country. Like all the positives are are balanced out. You yeah, know? yeah. So you yeah. can get like that's the best part. Like a perfect example would be somebody that like, you know, is they're like a survivalist and they know all these things about like surviving in the woods and everything. And you're like, whoa, like this dude is like on it. And then you find out that they're like super like religious extremists like oh, you yeah. know like tea party like you know, you're like okay maybe like that oh, it's shit. like hard to have that balance i think where there's yeah. just so much diversity and and there's not like a cultural backbone you know like there's mm. not like a like a national stereotype where like yeah you know i love like i love well, that germany is one of my favorite places that's, what, germany, that, that's like, what i'm talking that's about almost. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like the lowest common denominator for americans is so low yeah that it yeah. just like it doesn't like like you're saying like there's no cultural backbone or whatever yeah. there's like it's just you don't have anything to hold it's just on a to hodgepodge yeah. of like whatever pop culture and shit yeah. Yeah. and um it's like very existentialist like you can create yourself and be yeah. anyone that you want which is really freeing mm-hmm. but i think that you know, we if like struggle. The right way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and like with today, like with all the social media stuff, when you're seeing, you know, like if you're like a 15 year old kid, like yeah. even like 60 years ago, it's like your influences were going to be coming from like books, maybe television, yeah. Yeah. you know, and like the people that you knew in person. And now it's like, Everyone oh, Earth's flat. Oh, <laughs> what? Like, heck yeah. I'm going to buy oh, into yeah. this. And like, this is my life now. It's like, yeah. I'm anti science and I'm anti this and anti that and pro this. And you just align yourself with factions instead of like, people it's super easy to just yeah find people that think any way that you want to think yeah they'll back you up and get that echo chamber effect or whatever bias it's super <laughs> difficult i mean yeah, i mean it's plugged about it bunch of people like jace is definitely one of the people who've experienced some of these like yeah. you know plague or whatever i don't know what the word plagued is with plagues the plague radical <laughs> the plague it's the black radical plague times. actually yeah. it's uh with the plague is back i don't know the if you guys knew there's rats <laughs> running in the streets <laughs> we i saw a rat with a black <laughs> plague <laughs> i saw a rat with four turtles <laughs> teaching a rat smiled arts. at me today in tampa <laughs> that's how you know yeah he winked at the me plague too. is back what up, no, but for real, I mean, we have like this epidemic, you know, and I didn't, I, I wanted to touch on that with you because yeah, there sure. is like the, because, because, what am I saying here? The, the anxiety and the like drug addiction and uh, oh, yeah. like depression epidemic that's kind of sweeping over. I think that's very related to like what we're talking about here with, with seeing just nonstop whatever the best of the best of yeah, instagram you know and it. also just being able to to look at your fantasies and have this really unhealthy uh, um digestion of of media oh yeah especially Where, with like the way the new algorithms work on facebook and instagram mm-hmm. like you're only seeing the top posts of like you're like the best of the best constantly so it's just like you're literally surrounded by nothing but your like your algorithm you know your how it's out al- this algorithm has made you th- you know has has made the decision that this is the most impressive thing you can see at the time or most interesting. Thankfully, it shows me Endies on Instagram. All the <laughs> well, time. that's all I need. <laughs> good. <to>. good <laughs> Lord, man. Oh God, I love him. But yeah, no, I feel like the I feel like the entire like, especially here in America, like this the mindset of of 
yeah, like you know, you, we, when you reinvent yourself, you know, it can be really freeing to be, you know, to be able to recreate yourself in like a platform that reaches out to the rest of the world. Yeah, but it can also be damaging, in in some ways, I guess. But I don't know. I, I guess just the that like everyone wanting that um, instant gratification, which you know, which. It obviously, it's just been bred. It seems know. like it's available for yeah, you. Yeah, of you know? course. Yeah, no one. Of course, no one's be. Po- that's like that's what attracts the clicks. I mean, everyone's just basically their own media outlet. And what's yeah. wrong with media outlets is like the people that the things that get attention, the things that get you the dollars, aren't the reflections of real life. Yep. You know, it's like we get, we only get the bad news because that's what you know. You scare people. You tell them that there's like shootings or there's whatever bombs going off yeah. or there's just yeah. like someone shit in their cereal and uh the cereal <laughs> factory and all those shit everywhere and all the cereals yeah. chances are you're Classic. not even eating the shitty cereal you know <laughs> but that's the story they're gonna run that's like the things they're gonna run with because that's what people will pay attention to and it's the all spectacle you know based around that that dollar you know yeah. they have to get the clicks that and it's same with instagram there's lots of great content but for the most part people are playing the game you know they're yeah. playing and they're not necessarily I mean, you know, you get caught up into it. Yeah, you got caught up, and then sure. all of a sudden, your life is uh, is not measuring up. You know, if you're if exactly you're not, if you're addicted to these things, which they're designed to be addictive. Yep. You and know? you know, and uh, for a lot of people, like a lot of a lot of free runners, and I feel like, and me and myself included, which is something that's not healthy. But you know, when I first started parkour, and I guess I, I could probably say this is probably true for a lot of people, I didn't start with anything, and I was very like an outsider kind of person. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really have any. I just didn't really give a shit about anything, to be honest with you. Like, I just didn't, I didn't care about how I looked or what I did or anything like that. Like, um, and I, and I feel like, uh, you know, that mentality of, of like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I wanted to say. But yeah, this is going to happen. The, the, like, the, I mean, I know where you're going, I think, with this. It's just the, maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the. Yeah, I, it was it was an easy. Pl- I mean, maybe not, but like this is this is an easy place. You know, it, it, the same way that America was founded, like give us your tired, give us your poor, give us your hungry. The first generation, like of people that came into parkour, the first generations, I should, yeah, should exactly. say. You know, you could have a home. Like I feel like it was, um, it's going to attract the the people that are kind of on the outs, the fringe of society, or, or at least feel that way, or the people yeah. that are like, like you said, like they don't give a shit. They're, like they're, nothing really appeals to them. There's not anything that's in the mainstream that is captivating them, captivating their imagination, and all of a sudden there's this there's this new thing, parkour or whatever that can fill like give them opportunity that or yeah. give them some kind of hope that you know wasn't there before, and I don't know like what what has that journey been like for you because yeah that, I think you you've had ups and downs that you know would yeah well you know I started out. Like, you know, I, when I started out, my mom had just gotten uh, diagnosed with Lyme disease and my stepdad had just left us. And so I was in like a really vulnerable place. And so I used, sort of just instead of like dealing with anything, I just sort of did parkour instead. I think that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I even stuck with it. I think it was just the timing. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, you know, starting like that, it sounds, you know, it obviously it didn't start great. But, you know, as it went on, you know, it ended up turning into, you know, some great things like, you know, I, I barely even went to high school. I was just constantly like going to like art emotions and like different jobs or surround. Like I, I didn't really care about school. So, you know, it's like stay I mean, in school, kids. stay in school for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh, good Lord. I made so many, it, my, my senior year, but it's so hard, hard, right? Because it's like just, it's school didn't feel hard. real. No, no, you know, exactly. But parkour felt like, I'm sure it felt like you were doing some real shit. Yeah, I was, I was just like life. the minute you, even, even the thing is like, 
you know, just me being young, I wasn't even like I didn't get the people. People weren't paying for my tickets. Like I, I had my mm-hmm. ticket paid for by somebody, you know, somebody or another. And so it's just like I, I didn't. I didn't really have that concept of money or anything like that. I just had a concept of like doing things. So I was just like, oh, this experience is better than school because I'm happier. And this is, you know, and yeah, and like, I don't know. I feel like the mindset of free running, like that philosophy mindset is sort of like, yeah, like, you know, it, every, you know, this isn't, you know, society, what society thinks is normal isn't actually normal, which is true to an extent. But that doesn't mean that you should, that doesn't mean that you can't be a normal human being because every yeah. single, you're going to get to the, everyone's just going to end up getting to the point where they're realizing that parkour is absolutely incredible but i would love to get my life to go on like i actually have like goals and like they get to that point and i feel like a lot of people freak out because they like there's so much backlash if you try to talk about like oh yeah like maybe i'm gonna be like oh i found a girlfriend that i want to get engaged to like so i'm gonna back away from parkour for a little Mistake. bit while we, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the- <laughs> what are you doing bro not the max henry way Just fuck off <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like I think what it comes down to, and maybe I, you know, I'm just talking on my ass, hypothesizing here, but just the the same thing that brought us all together, you know, brought you know these first generations out together is like this this safe haven for like exiles, people that you know are weird or whatever, like different interests than normal society. Then, you know, you become this new tribe, yeah. and like that humans are tribal, right? We have like this this need to feel like we're part of a, a tribe and, yeah, and feel doing something. something and we, we got the meaning there. We got the meaning out of being a part of this. And then, then when so then when someone starts to defect and they're like, you know, I kind of like need some more normal shit, or they want to go get, have a girlfriend, settle down, whatever. Yeah, there's some kind of weird tribal instinct that's like. <laughs> No, no, like, do not. No, we must. Like then, <laughs> then they become exiled from the parkour community yeah. because, like, if you're not one of us now, because you're you're buying into like you know some abstract life, I, yeah, uh, mainstream. Well, like, and that's a really weird thing mm-hmm. about the I parkour agree. community to me. That's always been like, I have a, so many. I mean, I think of my you know original people that I started training with in the first like five years, even of my training, like. I th- only two mm. like Mike and Shaw out in New York Me- I mean there's a couple other people really of the people I trained a lot with like none of them still do parkour regularly yeah. and like Nick Nick Ortiz like I started training with like when I was like four or five years in and he's obviously killing it now mm. yeah. um, but pretty much everybody up. else stopped and the, one of my favorite things is like you know like the times like the memories that you had it's almost like when you kind of like see your friends in high school Yeah, where yeah. it's like there are some of them that you kind of don't mind leaving by the wayside because yeah. the thing that connected you is, is gone and it's yeah, in the exactly. past. But then there's other friends where you're like, nah, dude, like I just like you as a person. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And I've always found it weird when I go to like, um, I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever had this with any of your friends, but like I've definitely been to some events where I've had kind of people come up to me that have been out of the community and they're like, Oh man, like I feel so bad that I'm out of the community and like, I want to get back in it. But like, I don't know. And like, I don't know where, like what my life could have been like if I'd stayed. And I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, exactly. If you're exactly. doing parkour, if you're like doing like skating and you're like working in a deli, yeah, it's you're, almost like, like we have to show yeah. like our, that's our street cred. Like, you know, I feel the same. I've even felt that pressure just being like, yeah, yeah I'm like, sure. like you, it's weird. It's, it's, it's such stupid bullshit, you know, but because we all, know that like we like these we like i like you because of you not because of your training and stuff but yeah. like, that Thanks, brought babe. us together so we feel like this weird thing that's like all right it's a i still gotta right. show my fucking my Response, card whatever like my, my my training card it's like i'm still holding it guys i'm not don't worry <laughs> yeah. I, I'm yeah, still exactly. rip. i still i'm still out there doing the, i'm fighting the good fight with you but ultimately like i don't know, know anybody as that friends we don't started training that, that doesn't like yeah, yeah. still at least to some extent like if they 
there's a fence in their way, like they're still going to go over it. You know, like they yeah. still have like that mindset and like most people are still like pretty stoked on the community. And oh yeah. It's just like a weird, um, it's like a weird thing. I mean, it's like when people get injured too, you know? Yeah. And like everybody's your best friend and then you like get injured and then like <laughs> people can't call you up to train and you just like don't hear from your friends yeah. for like yeah. six months. Well, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> so much of friendship, they say friendship is like a journey, right? That you're on and like, yeah. or when you share the journey, that's when like you can share that bond, like you're saying. And, if that bond is gone, like then sometimes, yeah, you lose these friends and yeah. it's not just in, in parkour, it's in life, you know, like yeah. if uh, I've had, I've dropped friend groups because, you know, or not dropped friend groups, but I've lost touch with people because yeah. I'm like, yeah. uh, they're going down a road that I don't, I can't go down with them. Like, you know, I've had friends that we just like wanted to drink and, and yeah. party and stuff yeah. that I used to drink and party and stuff. And when I found out that that's kind of all we had in common, or at least that like that is what they wanted to do more than than do sober things yeah, with me or whatever then i had to make the choice for myself to to just find new friends you know yeah. and that's whatever there's like those choices i think but then there's also like and i think this might be kind of more of like an instant gratification thing mm-hmm. where you know i don't know if it's just me but i feel like i catch myself a lot of times like thinking that my friendships are kind of like contractual almost where it's like if the other person isn't fulfilling their end of the bargain, you know, like uh, you don't yeah. see them in your social media. You don't see like, it's kind of like this out of sight, out of mind uh, thing that I think like for me, I, I notice like, I hate, I really like if I could get away with like just not having Instagram or Facebook <laughs> and like right. being able to just get in touch with the people that I wanted when I like, I would uh, in a heartbeat, I would do it. Like I, I'm constantly dropping my phone and hoping that it breaks so that I don't have to buy a new one. Like it's really bad. Like I really should just throw it out, but I need a manager to like handle it. Cause otherwise I, you know, like I can't like, it's just not feasible for me right now because I am stoked that I get to like basically make a living from like the community helping me out. And so that's, that's the contract, right? Like I have to fulfill my end of being like being in the community and like giving back. And, And the crappy part is like having to deal with, the stress and anxiety of social media. And like one of the, those big stresses that I notice is that thing where it's like when somebody isn't fulfilling their end of the bargain, yeah, you're like, fine, go ahead then. And it's not like they didn't do anything. They're just like living their life, you know, yeah. like, Oh, I deleted Facebook. And it's like, Oh, well how it's so hard to get in touch with you. And like, wait, I have their phone number. Like I can give yeah. them a call. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I think in our generation, for me at least I have trouble with that two-way street where like most of my friends are also bad at it so they're not going to initiate mm-hmm. and i realized like you end up having the responsibility to maintain the relationship yeah and it's not because like the other person is lazy it's just like we're all experiencing these like yeah. cultural pressures you know yeah it, it, i agree with that yeah I, I mean it's it's definitely it's definitely something that is extra prevalent you know for yeah. us as parkour athletes because we're so connected over the internet you know and worldwide. we have so many like there's so many friggin' people that you know. And then, and yeah, you oh, meet yeah. people so and you're pe- like, you have yeah. a great friggin' weekend with them, yeah. and then you don't see them for four years, and then, like, you see them What's again that? and you don't remember them. There's like, like that, yeah, what's that? Mor- <laughs> there's a law. There's like a law about how many people your, your brain can, like, manage yeah. inside I mean, itself. Our brain's like and developed it's like to know, like, 110 a, people 100 tops. And, 120 people 120. in, like, Sapiens is, like, generally what um yeah like the the social groups that humans like yeah it's like yeah i mean i gotta I, you have to make I quite an impression man anyway. you're not gonna take my mom's spot yeah <laughs> you're not gonna take my dead dog spot even all right unless <laughs> i really like you all right so i keep a special spot for chase dog that's my <laughs> spot for spot chase, for armitage, spot. Dog. chase armitage dog no Aww. it's super true yeah i feel like an asshole a lot because i don't remember people's names at events and i'm oh, just like i, I don't it. know if it's because i suck at names and i'm a piece of shit 
or if it's no. because I just literally meet enough people that it's like virtually impossible to keep yeah. everyone inside Mixture my head. of the two. For, yeah. sure. For, sure. For sure, it's For a mixture. Sure. A mixture of the two. What's the mixture? Like 91% shit? And yeah, then... <laughs> at least, at least. Depends on how many <laughs> events you're going to. In the yeah, year. that's no, true. No. <laughs> I, I recognize faces a lot better than I can remember names. Oh, so yeah. that's even worse because then I'm like, we, we did that thing together. We yeah. went to the hot tub and like had Chipotle, but I don't remember your name. name. <laughs> of course we had fucking Chipotle. <laughs> well, and then you end up, you Not know. E. coli. <laughs> yeah. Like a real American. It can be it can be a struggle. I think it's really important. It's an important conversation to remind everyone that like to to do the do the part, do the reach out, you yeah. know? It's not, you know, you have to swallow your pride sometimes or you don't not even your pride but just it's just like just the suck it up. Just like keep going, <laughs> yes. keep going, keep pushing. Like yeah. even if it doesn't work, just push again. Like uh, you know, sometimes it takes a few tries to get someone's attention. And Dude, it's worth how it. many Facebook messages have you seen that you just were like, oh, I don't want to read this right now, and then you like go in later and you're like, Oh my god, this person! Like, yeah, oh, I wanted to like, talk to them for so like months, bad. and then it just like I do that all the time where people I'll see it and I'll be like get ten messages in a day, and I'm mm-hmm. like driving in the desert and like I don't want to talk to any people for the next week and I'll just like put my phone somewhere in the back and then I'll like see it and it'll be like these really like important like heartfelt messages and I'm like oh my gosh like yeah, I'm sorry but you need to like that balance is so hard to keep when yeah, everybody sure. has access instantly to and you. because <laughs> you have to measure your interactions with social media like yeah. you're saying because ultimately they're not as nutri dense like what am I saying? nutritious like yeah they don't dense. as Rafe Kelly might have said they don't nourish you you Ooh, know the same yeah. way they don't nourish you the same way that human interactions really like authentic touch touch me real quick oh my god <laughs> touch me Jace do not touch me I mean, come on please sweat. come on just touch me oh. <laughs> see that feels way better than some than, good nourishment than a little red <laughs> dot on my fucking phone you know it's just <laughs> uh dot. <laughs> what red dot? That's that notification dot. Oh, I see, I see. That's that I, notification. I did not pick up on that. Maybe if the dot's low. got like a 99 in there, <laughs> I might have to stroke yeah, 99 a plus. More. 99 yeah, plus. Yeah, that's when you know you fucked up. make me feel a little bit. You know, <laughs> or stress because you have so many people oh to my God, talk yeah. to. <laughs> but I, yeah, I feel like like that the mindset that parkour creates, that you know, it creates things like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like contractual friendships that, and it's it's just, it's just, it's just I don't know, it all stems from a weird mentality that, hasn't been progressive until recently you know what i mean like it was even even like five years ago i would say like me talking about parkour as a sport would be like people would not be wanting to talk about that like it's just like parkour is is a philosophy it's not you know what i mean and so that i feel like that breeds a lot that can breed at least for a lot of people can breed a lot of like anxiety and depression just constantly Yeah, because you love this thing and then you're you're being it's like dogma you know you're like well yeah. oh fuck i have to feel this way about it otherwise <laughs> they won't accept me into the group yeah. yeah or when everybody picks something like i think the community goes through like waves of being <laughs> like oh parkour is my life and then like <laughs> i don't care about parkour like yeah, parkour is just, just jumping on Gives stuff a shit bruv yeah <laughs> i mean you're you're cool either way depending yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't matter but ultimately like we all need to be be taking it by are. case by case yeah, <laughs> yeah. be an individual and like, seriously if you're an overstoker and you want to train like and be accepting day, of everyone that's ultimately <laughs> you know that's super important that as well right like, yeah you know it's not what it is to everyone yeah you know? and, and uh, it's it, never going to be and i don't know i feel and like we need I, I love celebrating the fact that you are taking this physical approach and like oh, yeah. other people take this scary like what the fuck are you doing mental approach yeah. and other people are doing it just casually in a gym sometimes yeah. like i'll make 
some jokes here and there about like their legitimacy if they never train outside. Yeah. But but hey, they're guy. not gonna hear those jokes because they'd have to be a parkour nerd to hear those shit anyways. We yeah. can get into that conversation. <laughs> that's about right. That's a dangerous conversation. To <laughs> get into, but, like, yeah, that is some minefields. But that's I mean, my that's my sore spot. No. <laughs> oh what? Which one? <laughs> no, the just like the people training. People who stuff. only train indoors. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I don't feel like that that is authentic. It's not though. even indoors necessarily, but I feel like there's. I don't even know anyone who really does that. To be fair, so. it's it's. I don't think it's indoor. It's a very specific kind of training. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I just I liken it to like skiing. It's like some people want to do a bunch of shit skiing. You know, yeah. other people they're just like, I just want to go down the greens and like they just like with the cute clothes, like whatever. Yeah. Like we should be lucky to have those people in our sport because if our sport's big enough to attract those kinds of people who want to do it casually, that right, that's good for everyone. Yeah, you know, yeah, like the more people that no know about it, the hurt. better. And that's what, <laughs> that's what's like so silly. It's like you can't you can't be elitist about it. You can. But yeah, you can't actually shit Situation. on these people, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to make fun of these people sometimes, whatever. I'm going to, like, make fun of my friends for, you know, I don't know. I make, I, I'm going to talk some make, shit. Making fun of strangers, as much, I make fun of my friends as much as I make, make fun of strangers. But ultimately, like, it's in good fun, and it's good that, you know, everyone can do this, and yeah. everyone can appreciate it. Yeah. I think for, if I have a pet peeve, yeah, then it's not that, that people don't necessarily train, but I think it's it's the way that... Um, one of the best things about the parkour community is that like there's so much communication and everybody has kind of like valued input. And I think like 15 years ago or 10 years ago, that was like super important because everybody that had found out about parkour, like put the effort into like find out about it and learn about it and like yeah. learn on their own, do it in their backyard. but we still kind of have that mentality. And so like the only time that I've ever like peeved is when it's like, People are like, no, like we need to give this person space to speak. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like the person over here who comes to a gym, like once oh, every three weeks like Credit they where just, it's due, they just don't yeah. like that's like good that's awesome that they're doing it but like your voice i'm sorry like it's it's just it's, a lie to say that, that person's like input for the sport is you, as valuable as like callum who's training yeah. every day for like 14 exactly years. no yeah. I'm, I'm i'm behind you 100 like, percent on that it's like about training and, yeah like, some kid experience. can't pick up a walmart board a walmart skateboard and be like, all right, guys, yeah, exactly. I know what skateboarding is, yeah. and I know what it means to, you know, like. This and it doesn't is, mean that they and, can't, like, learn. Yeah, Obviously, it's like you, but, you know, and, and it's funny to me because as an American, like, and this might be because I've trained a little bit longer than both of you, but, like, I remember going on the forums in, like, 07 mm. as, like, a little American kid, and it's just all the Europeans just taking the crap out of the American community, which yeah. is, like, well-deserved. <laughs> yeah. And we were terrible, and, like, if, if an American had made a post, like, about the philosophy of parkour and being like, this is, you, you got to earn some stripes. They would have just been like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Go to France, like train with the Yamakaze for three years. And then you can write this post. And then now it's like, people do way worse stuff that are like way less qualified. Uh, yeah. And then it's just become this culture of like, yeah, like pat on the back. Good job. Your opinion is valued. And like, yeah, it is valued, but it's a weighted value. You know? Yeah. Like, it's like, a, it's, a, a, that's a, t- yeah, yeah. That's how it should be. I think yeah. that's I don't not, know, that's that not just elitist, but. No, that, I think that's like a, 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 a I think, it's I think that's a thing of the modern era. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing of uh, you know this whole social justice movement. And every I think that's just not unique to parkour. Even I think that's yeah. this whole um, phase that we're going through as like in Western culture of like trying to be more accepting and like because rec- we've, we've we've realized like we've it's kind of a, it's a we good thing up. again. <laughs> I think it's a good thing. Like it's 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 a sign that like we've tried we were trying to or already have elevated like the consciousness of our society as a whole to be like, Oh, we need to like make sure we're not being assholes now. Yeah. Because like we've been assholes a lot yeah. in history. Yep. You yeah, know, to a lot true. of different groups of people. And 
I think it's you know we might be swinging too far in the, the, the that yeah, sensitive. Just have to find we might the be getting too sensitive sure. in certain directions, like like giving the attaboys to everyone yeah. or whatever. But you know, we're trying to find ourselves. I yeah, think, and I think place. I know what you mean though. Like I think sometimes it goes too far, and it's like, all right, it's just like there's can we yeah, have a spine too? Where... Like do we have to like be like completely diluted because yeah because we want to you know be just friendly to everyone. I don't yeah, know. And I, I mean, get that. It's but not it's, even yeah. like a thing of you know like I think that. Probably some people will be listening to this and be like, he's talking about me. It's like, I'm probably not, you know? Like, no, absolutely like, not. You know, there's it's no one, one of those things where it's like... I can't even think of who I'm talking about right now. I just I know that it, it's yeah. a thing. I, I feel like it's just it. like, it, it's just like a kind of like a, a tone, like an internet tone that isn't like perpetuated by mm. a people, like any person or like a group of people, but it's just like a vibe. And it's not even like anything that I'm inherently against. It's just like you're saying. It's like, I think that people get so stoked on being like, like I think inclusivity has been a big buzzword in the yeah. parkour community with all the like good governance stuff. And it's yeah. like, okay, cool. Like just to use that as an example, um, you know, like inclusivity, people are talking about like, let's include, you know, all these people. And then it's like, well, maybe like we do that. And then I'm sure that like, I've met some people that I'm just like, wow, you do parkour, but I would never want you involved as a person in anything remotely involving like governing the sport oh, or yeah. culture. Oh yeah. yeah just yeah. because it's like, me. but it's like the idea of being inclusive, people yeah. get so stoked on it. They're like, yeah, like we're not even going to like vet this dude to see if like they should be involved. We're just going to like, come on in, you know, yeah, like yeah. your opinion is valid and you have a space here to like reach the community. And it's like, Oh, well, not to okay. be dangerous <laughs> like that too, because selling like, drugs oh, yeah. to kids it, or something be dangerous like, because exactly. like you might be, you might be manipulating those people even too, yeah. you know, like you might be, why, why are you doing that? You know, there's definitely sometimes questionable, um, motives and agendas for some of the people that are, that are not lowering the bar, so to speak, but opening the gate into like here, you're like you're 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 official parkour members now. Yeah, yeah. And they're telling them that, and they and and it's not always clear that the organization that is is trying to invite these new you know throngs of people that they have the best intentions of the sport in mind or the best intentions of the organization. Yeah, for you know? sure. And like, I mean, it's good to I, have both people. You know, you yeah. just that's yeah. ultimately the thing is like when you're making a big decision, like that's why you want people that have differences of opinions. So that's how you find the line. You don't find the line yeah. when it's like we were talking earlier, when it's like a, an echo chamber. That's not how you yeah. find the middle ground that's most effective in a situation. Like when everybody thinks the same thing, no, you're like, yeah. ah, maybe we need a little bit of conflict of opinion to, to yeah. find that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we're getting better at it. I think more debate needs to happen off of Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, I think in general, like, I'd like to, I can't wait to see how we kind of deal with it as a society, this whole issue of social media and, you know, but it has a lot to bring to the table, but it also has a lot to detract from the table, you know, a yeah. lot of, you know, and that's up to us right now as, as consumers to demand that yep. and to use the apps the way that, you know, are going to be, be healthy so for us. I'm so terrified to be a parent right now, dude. Oh, oh my God. God. I can't even imagine, like, I feel like my, I literally like, feel my brain being like fractured yeah like or just like just like you know slowly like manipulated by social media and like i know it's happening and like i know like the processes that are like mm -hmm. neurochemically happening i mean and it's still like i can't help so it oh, no, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's human nature no i you i mean i put half of my memory like in my phone in a way yeah like i, oh, I yeah. my short-term memory lives in my cell phone and in, in some ways which yeah. is fine which actually is... book i'm reading right now oh, Stephen really? pinker like talks about how like the purpose of writing like people said the same thing about books when oh, people, okay. when everyone learned to read and write and they're like, no one's going to remember <laughs> anything because you're externalizing all of your memory. Oh uh, yeah. Um, 
but that's actually like even language it, it was helps. ultimately like a lot of linguists theorized language was basically a memory <laughs> oh, a memory right. tool for humans Thanks, to share sick. important things of information um but like there is that line <laughs> there is a line yeah there's a line oh, when all uh, if you if you've got that goldfish brain all of a sudden because <laughs> you're like you just literally open an app and close one every 10 seconds and that's all your life is yeah, um, close facebook to open facebook again <laughs> gosh i've yeah. done that yeah oh, when, so you, when you catch so yourself like so opening the app and you just close and you're just like <laughs> That's when, that, like, that's when you like throw problem. your phone across the room. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh shit, oh fuck, the devil like, is alive. The, the, the dark arts, it, like, <laughs> uh, like what the. F- the like, worst one is closing it out on your computer and then pulling it up on your phone. <laughs> oh, that's, that's I don't think I've ever done that's that. That's fucking to me. Do you uh, even own a computer, I, Max? I have a tablet. Oh, excuse me. I got from me. my dad. Thank you. <laughs> well, and it's a, there's a lot of pitfalls. You know, it's not. It's a real. I didn't it's have a real issue. It's not like. Oh shit. Sorry, Brandon. No, I'm I'm just trying to bring it down to a nice sad level for you guys. You know, I just wanted to, we were having too much fun. <laughs> I wanted to bring it down to like the the realness, the rawness. Uh, we did watch but Black just, Mirror, which is too. <laughs> but you know, it's it can it can cause depression. I think like that's part of this epidemic. Like we touched no, on, yeah, just like, it's extreme. I mean, you've you've dealt with some of these issues oh, directly, yeah. right? For yeah, you've, unfortunately, but yeah, I mean, I feel like the the social stigma of mental illness in general is i mean it, it this is not a this is not an unpopular opinion by any means but mm. the social stigma between behind like mental illnesses in general is just awful like yeah there's been a lot of progress since like the 50s like for instance my grandfather actually killed himself and the, he was in the same mindset as most people and that that have mental illnesses you know i don't want to take any medication i'm fine i don't want to talk to a therapist i'll be fine blah 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 you yeah. know and and you know you can say that as much as you want but it's that I don't know. Getting mental health is there's no different than than going to a hospital. I mean, I I, I have just like a, a diabetic has to take insulin. I have to take Zoloft every morning because I have a chemical imbalance in my brain that's causing me to be sad and and to feel certain emotions a lot more strongly than other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. I have no, like I'm not, not at all. And <laughs> like and we we talked about this yesterday too. It's it's not even just that you know there's layers exactly. to this game it's it's also like all these things that that are stacked against you yeah the use of and you're kind of indoctrinated into cell phone it's part of like our culture is set up to make people sick in some ways yeah you know obviously there are ways around it you know if people are thriving in all parts of the world oh, and like, of course. like yeah there's, and there's arguments the to be made that like as a society we're doing better than ever you know globally yeah because there's there's poverty levels rising and things like this or whatever but you know, if you back. look, if you look a little closer in some regions and in area like Florida, especially because of uh, of certain pharmaceutical like drug laws and like its history oh, yeah. of like importing drugs here, like there's a lot of there's a lot of over prescribing of some of these oh, things, I mean, and yeah. there's a lot of over like ignoring of the of the mental health issue and just not like you're saying, not only just stigmatizing people who have mental health issues. But a complete disregard or unacknowledging of of any responsibility to that. Yeah, I you know? agree, and, and and that's the thing. Like, you know, like what you said about overprescribing. Like, um, I have my the kids. Some of the kids that I that I teach, uh, they go to a high school around here, and um, kids will. They even say like during lunch, kids are just asking kids if they want to have if they want to buy Xanax, like just going yeah. around the like. And I mean, you have to think like. I know, I mean, my, my little cousin who was 12, I think she might have been 11 at the time, she had, like, a weird breakdown, like, like mentally, mm-hmm. and they tried to prescribe her Xanax. It was, it was a low dose, but it was still, and so, you know, I used to get, me personally, I would get 120 pills a month. 
Jesus. Yeah, that and that's and that was like fully prescribed. Like every month, like you know, I've talked to my, you know, and, and it wasn't even necessarily meant to be. You know, it was. It wasn't like my psychiatrist was just trying to throw pills on me. It's just what she thought would work the best because my anxiety was just super out of control at the time, and um, and obviously that ended up. I don't really regret any of that, but I'm, but because it sort of made me stronger, it sort of made me realize I can do th- things by myself. Like you know, even if something terrible happens, that like I'll be fine, kind of thing. You know. Yeah. But. Yeah, I feel like uh, like a lot of people don't even want to talk about being depressed or being anxious about like because it's because of parkour in a lot of ways. I don't know. There's just this weird stigma of like constantly being happy or like constantly having to like be I don't know like constantly being outgoing, living your yeah. best Instagram. Yeah, day. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you you'll literally see like you'll go out and train with people. You know, like you go travel and train with somebody. And you know you see them all the time on Instagram, as sick as fuck. And then they don't they don't do anything while you're there because they don't they have they don't want to match up to something less than what they post on Instagram. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like it and, and that's just really it's really sad. Like you know, I, like right now I suck dick. Like I'm just super <laughs> weak. Like there's just nothing I can. It's fine. Like you know, it's just what for I have money to money or just yeah. For oh, fun. dude, I'll just, <laughs> both. Both. <laughs> the Benzu's over. Um, <laughs> the party tonight, boys. Oh, baby. <laughs> Yeah, this van's like, getting hot. I got 12 people <laughs> in my house take my right now. my shirt off real quick. No, uh, dude, yeah, I mean, you don't suck, first of all. <laughs> you don't well, suck. You and are weaker than you, you used to be. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and in the sense- tech in the is sense, still strong. Yeah, in the sense of, like, in the sense of like uh, I'm, not, I'm not embarrassed to train in front of people, even though I'm, like, I'm a lot worse than I used to be. And, like, mm-hmm. even, my, even what I post on Instagram is still my highlights. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I train a lot. That people, you know, I mean, I, I don't even, I used to post on Instagram like once a day. You were talking about rebuilding yourself and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's, I I think. Do you think like, like, because you kind of tie your identity sometimes to your movement, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us have made that mistake where then all of a sudden the movement's gone for whatever reason, injury or something happens or whatever, you know, it it could be any number of things, but then all of a sudden your identity is gone with it. Yeah, and you know, and. that's just really it, it's it's demoralizing, extremely demoralizing, mm. and uh, you know, I don't know. There's just there's not much you can do about it, and it's okay yeah. for that to happen. I don't know. It, the the way that I feel like the the mindset that a lot of people have will breed a lot more anxiety than depression, and I mean anxiety usually causes. Well, you've been very candid too on like online and, oh, and in yeah, person want... about about some of the things you've been dealing with is like. I feel like if nothing else, that's somewhere people can start. Oh yeah, you know, like, like does that feel like it's helpful? Does oh that yeah, I, for I, you? I like my even my mom freaks out when I post stuff like that on Facebook, and it's like because she's like, I don't want people to know you about like I don't want people to know you like that, and it's like it's I, I, people post on Facebook when they get injured, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? People post on Facebook when they're when when they break their arm and they'll post a photo of it, you know, broken. And shit. It's like that would be like me posting a picture of like mid breakdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> yeah. it's just it, it's. It, I mean, it, even though it, it there's a huge social stigma about around emotions, especially with men, obviously. Oh uh, yeah. Yes. You know, I, I like uh, you know me. It took me a long time. You know, going to therapy and having to like just understand that I'm not incredible. Like, if that makes sense. I just always had way too much self right. Like that just mm-hmm. wasn't there. You know, that was sort of bred by me doing parkour and just sort of getting these opportunities that a lot of people didn't have just sort of right away. You know, I got to meet yeah. like the entire WFPF when they were like, you know, in their prime, you know, within like two years of my training. And so yeah. I feel like my whole life has just sort of been like Privilege. me using parkour. <laughs> yeah. It's like me yeah. using parkour to get to act, you know, to actually get over what I actually do in real life. Like this is good. And because I do parkour and I'm doing better at it, this, my life is better. Yeah. My, my, or yeah. I'm on track. 
and then you get to the age of like I don't know between like 23 and mm -hmm. 24 like and up and you're like oh shit like uh, there's bills there's rent <laughs> there's you know a girlfriend maybe there's you know you gotta sometimes you gotta help your mom out like you know there's gas I mean there's just and you know there's a whole lot more to this yeah. growing up thing that they talk about yeah so it, and it, and you know that's just scary Ooh. for a lot of people understandably. But, you know, I, I like the worst thing, the thing that kills me is, uh, so I, I got, I was diagnosed with like, with a crazy mold infection. And so think about it like this, like um, being mentally in my brain, I'm extreme, I know everything, I know, like I know what I'm doing. Like I can physically, I can visualize myself doing things. Yeah. But I have this thing, I have really thick, what they call brain fog. And it's really hard to describe what it is. It sort of feels like you're like trying to look you're like e even like every thought that I have, like the last word that I said disappears in my head. Like it's just like a big cloud. So I, that's why oh, like yeah. I have trouble. Have you ever with fucked with the diet to try to adjust? Yeah, that? yeah. Actually, I did when I when I actually when I did that. Um, I but, actually I got ripped off by by a doctor over the the course of six weeks. But while <laughs> I was with him, um, he did help me and my mom and changed our diets just to for that. And it was and, it helpful. Um, it was helpful in the sense of like I felt more strong and mm -hmm. like I just felt more energized for sure. But the worst thing is like I, I don't have any coordination anymore. Like it, it, my my brain is literally swollen. Like it and and it's so fatty that like even it, it my mus my fast twitch muscle is basically non-existent. So just like it's literally like being in a coma, like being trapped in a body that won't let Damn you do anything, son. but mentally you're like fully there. So you know and but. It, and so it took a long time to get over that. Like, you know what I mean? It took me, it, I definitely went through some like, you know, hills and valleys kind of thing. And, but I, it gen like when I came out the other, you know, I'm still definitely not on the other side yet, but you know, coming, even coming as far as I have today, like, I just feel like the number one thing that I've learned is be, everyone needs to be more vocal about this. The more you talk about it, the more that it becomes normalized, the more people are going to get help. The more people aren't going to have to live their life and just in absolute agony because they just because they think that taking medication is this horrible thing and it's yeah. just not it really isn't it is <laughs> and you know zoloft and stuff like that you know like the stuff they'll usually give you for depression is extremely mild yep. it's nothing like i just i just i wish that every single person that wanted to go to therapy that didn't want to would just call me first so i could talk to them and do it <laughs> there you go, that open invitation and yeah. i think just like i mean I mean, goddamn, Johnson, just bring this full circle for you, boys. But just <laughs> like Max Henry blazing the trail yeah. and pioneering like uh, a direction for people that want to push the physicality of parkour, yep. I think you're doing your your message is really important. You yeah, know? I think like by by I sharing your message, and I think you're being you're. I mean, whether you acknowledge it or not, I think it's very brave of you to talk about your, you know, yeah. your your prescription use drug yeah, use and like how it's been affected and how like you've had mental breakdowns and how you've oh, yeah. had deal deal their bouts with depression and stuff like this oh yeah like it makes it okay for everyone to talk about it yeah you know? and, that, and like that's what it, you know, it's opening I think we, up the, the conversation yeah like that and like i i've been literally through almost everything in the mental health like in the mental health field i've been through rehab i've been i've been baker acted i've been through na I've gone to counseling. I've done, um, uh, what is it? I guess like a drug retreat, basically, where I had to stay in this place for a while. Mm. Um, and like, and Baker acting is really like that. That was really like my 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 biggest downfall for sure. That was a Baker act for most people that don't know is when is is a law that that was put into place a long time ago. And basically, it's it's a seventy two hour suicide watch. Um, and base if you if you 
tend, if you seem to be a threat to yourself or others in a mentally unstable way, then the cops come and get you and you are forcibly, you're kept in the psych ward for three days. And so, you know, that, like, that kind of stuff is just, like, yeah, definitely just, well over the top of what normal people are going to go through, which is, yeah. but it definitely, like, even with. Well, you said uh, it made you stronger, too. Yeah, like, oh, you, my God. What, what about that incident and, like, and, and hitting your low point? Like, what, how did you turn that around? Uh, I, I, I'll tell you, man. I, I remember being in, being in the psych ward when I was Baker acted, and this was probably, like, 18 hours into me being, being there. And I was just like, you know what? Like, like I'm, I'm, like, this is, I literally have been calling my mom and my therapist all day trying to get them to get me out of this place. Yeah. And I obviously, I had no idea that the law said that I had to be there for three days. I thought I could get out whenever I needed to. Oh, okay. So I didn't learn that until, yeah, like 18 to maybe, 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 maybe 24 hours later, I was sitting there and I'm just like, I, I'm fucked. Like, you know what? Like, I'm absolutely fucked. And it, it and, but I'm going to be okay. That was the first thing. It just like it washed over. Yeah, like, it a just, so, of just something that, that this like, feeling of I feel like I mean this is I'm obviously the, this is the extremely mild compared to most people, but I feel like it's the same way the jail feels, almost mm. like you know I was just in it and you're just like you have to you have to be you have to like calm yourself down, take responsibility for what you did and why you're there, and then come out. I think it, that's huge. Yeah, I think yeah. What you just said taking responsibility is like. One of the most empowering things, yeah, and one of the, uh, that acceptance. As soon as you can accept, you know, the situation in front of you for what it is, that whatever frees you up to move forward. Yeah, you know? whatever. It, and whatever if you're denying it, it, if you're denying, you know, the reality of the situation, that can be the, like the most unhealthy. That is thing the most, to yeah. indulge. I and that's the thing. Like, I, uh, you know, I, I'll talk to people who are like, you know, they'll just keep a conversation. You know, we're just talking about whatever. And you just see obvious hints of them wanting, needing to talk about something. Like yeah. they'll just say something really personal, and you're just like, "That you needed to say that. Yeah. Like you, you, you don't have like you really needed to talk about. Like, and I, it's, like I feel like I wish, like when I, like you know, when I hang out with people, like when I hang out with, like you know, I've known Max for so long, and I've known Brandon forever. Like we, we do have like actual talks. Yeah. Like it's not just shooting shit constantly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I feel like that's super, super important. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter who you're doing it with. I just think like everyone needs to have conversations like this, you yeah. know, a deep conversation with show any yourself. Friend. Yeah, it's so hard to be vulnerable. It's so especially exactly. as a man, like you're oh, saying. Exactly. You know, there's so many to this. There's there's definitely some machismo like style of yep. things tied to American culture and parkour culture probably, but. You know, if you there's nothing more lovable than someone just being honest, yeah, exactly. and being like themselves and having being the, the courage to like say something, even if it's gonna be like, oh, like, I mean, even though like you can always tell that they're being honest, you can exactly. always tell that like it was hard for them to say that too. Yeah, and it's like it's so much more. It, it only makes them endearing, you know. Yeah, and I'm not saying and by, by and the so way, just know that like you know when next time yeah. you want to say that thing like oh my god fuck's sake like just say if that person is a dick to you afterwards for some reason like your worst fear fuck comes true them, dude. i guarantee oh, well god. i don't guarantee what the fuck I do i know but like i think that like <laughs> you can almost guarantee that even just saying it and knowing that it is 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 good the, and then if that person was out and if that person's a piece of shit then they then you know they're the piece of shit yeah, you don't have to exactly. hang out with them anymore unfortunately you know you have to be ready you to can make get those people out of your decisions. life you know like the people that you need in your life aren't going to react badly when you speak the truth Hel- healthy decisions aren't always easy decisions obviously i mean that's i yeah. mean that's pretty obvious but uh, yeah i it, hitting like i don't know i i guess i don't really i couldn't really point pinpoint what my lowest point was that was definitely the first time that i like told myself that 
like because you know they don't give you they 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 won't even give me my like some of my my medication like because it was too strong and they obviously they don't want anyone actually actually getting any sort of you know high or whatever when you're in there mm. and so like being in there i had to like control my own anxiety for the first time and i mean i was throwing up all over the place constantly and uh and like i just had to like shut myself down and just really teach myself i had to really just go deep into inside myself and be and really connect with myself like really it's a hard thing. It, whenever I used to hear people say this, I would I would really didn't know what they were talking about, and I would almost laugh at uh-huh. it. But you really have to get in touch with yourself. Like know your conscious, mm. your conscience. Excuse me. Like you just really have to know exactly who you're talking to in your head, and and have a conversation with that with that part of your body. Like you know that that little voice that tells you that you you suck or whatever. That that's the voice that you need to that you need to talk with. <laughs> like that sounds really stupid. Yeah. I know, but like I, I I have I have this thing called abusers values that that just plagues me and it's basically it's not like schizophrenia where like i hear people like far off but if i get like when i get depressed it's just my i i hear everybody different voices obviously people i love always just saying awful things to me just like i can't even just cussing at me and telling me i'm worthless and i mean it's i can't get it out of my head it's like it's it's i just like close my eyes and i try to go to sleep normally and um and like so that like that kind of stuff just like it plagues me but i i've gotten in touch with myself enough that when I listen to it, like it's it still is really bad, and I mean obviously I'm still getting help for it, but I'm not scared anymore. Mm. Like I, I'm still aware that I'm in control. Like, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter how bad I feel. I know I'm not leaving this place by my own by my own hand, and I know that I'm going and that I've already made the decision to keep pushing forward. You know what I mean? And once you make that decision, which everyone hopefully has made <laughs> in their mm. life, just to, to move forward, which some people don't actually have to come to that actual you know that conclusion. It just sort of happens. But once uh-huh. you make that decision. You have to. That's all you have to. That's all you can focus. Is that on. voice changed now? Is oh, it yeah. more positive? Is it? Yeah. It, it, so, it, I mean, it, obviously, yeah, you have sure. good days and bad. Everyone does. Yeah. But exactly. No. Like, can you listen to it now? Can it tell oh, you? Does yeah. it tell you the good things? You oh know? yeah. I exactly. I think that's super important. Yeah, you know? for sure. Your, your voice should not always be telling you you suck. Yeah. Exactly. We all no. know. We all know that guy. Yeah. In our exactly. head. But and, uh, you got to And that's the thing. You just have to get in touch with that part of your body and 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 understand it a little bit better. Don't hide from it. Don't stray away from it because that's just going to make it a lot worse. So just get in touch with it and just try to understand it. And that's really that's it. Can I add something Please. too from the outside perspective of like <laughs> hearing you say that? I think that there'll be people who are like, oh, maybe I don't need to, you know, go to therapy. I'll just get uh-huh. in touch with that voice. And it's like you've come to this realization yeah. because, because you of, took yeah. every step yeah, and like you had to get years of therapy. No, yeah, you've been you preaching to to for the praise of therapy. Yeah, this know? is I, I started therapy in the eighth. I, I started. I had my first mental breakdown in the eighth grade. Like my first real big like, like de- like that was when I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety. It was in eighth grade, and so that's when I started taking medication. And yeah, it, it it's I've literally I mean like I said I've literally been through every in and out of the mental health system. Yeah. The way, my my mindset has not come from anything but just the best people trying to just send me healthy things. You know, just putting healthy things in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- I I can't. I'm never going to say that I did this alone because I, God damn it, did I not? And you're not. And I, and I I'm gonna tell everybody that you can't do this alone, and that's okay. Yeah. We're, we're a pack. We have a asking pack for help, dude. That's so hard you know to do I mean? too sometimes. Oh, it's awful. You know? And yeah. It, and it's it's because it's super vulnerable. But you have, have to the courage realize to do that. that. You there are people in your life that will help you. Mm. There are people like the people that really care about you are there no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have people that I don't. I, I don't even talk to like I'll, I'll see like like Max said like once every four years. But if they called me with a problem, I'd fucking I'd fly right over there if they needed me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just you will always have people in your life, regardless of if you know it or not, that are there to help you. 
And I think that that's something that's super important, like to be able to know that you have someone to talk to. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who it is. It can be, I don't give a shit if it's your fucking little sister, whatever. Yeah. Like you need to get, you need to talk with your, pro- you need to talk your problems out. And so I, you know, and I feel like the, the parkour mentality of like, just constantly pushing yourself, pushing yourself. No days rest. No days rest. Look, look what Eric did today. Look what Nate did. Look what yeah. you know, whatever. Look what this guy did. Look what this guy did. Oh shit! Now I gotta fucking work twice as hard. And it's like that yeah. shouldn't your mentality shouldn't be that. You should look. No, at, it should definitely come it from should, it within, come, yeah, not from exactly. out from external it, like influences and which is so pressure. It's just that that's that's so normal now. Yeah. It's just like you know you see like what with the what at Versky or whatever that did the uh, Kong yeah. double gainer. And you're just like, oh, okay, you know, that's absolutely incredible. But, you know, you're not thinking like, oh, I need to do a Kong double gainer. You're just like, no. that's awesome that that's possible. Someone pushed the game like that. Yeah. Like, oh, I can push myself a little bit further. But a lot of people just see that as, like, competition. Yeah. And it's, which is funny because everybody, even when they go to competitions, they're like, I'm not here to compete. <laughs> I'm just here to hang out and have fun, which is true for to, for some people, I'm yeah. for sure. But it's like a lot of people want to It's win. an easy trap to fall into. Yeah, you yeah. have to be very conscious of it. And uh, I think we, I mean, I've definitely been there. I've definitely, like, had feelings where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm doing this shit for, like, egotistical reasons. Yep. And I need to be, like, more focused and realize that it's not a competition. Yep. You know? That's right. It's, it's, it's like, it, it's when, when people it. do the dopest shit, it's yep. good for everybody. It exactly. makes it so that parkour is, again, like, elevated and that my style, whatever my unique style is, yep. can shine now. Yep, Because exactly. more people are interested in it. So, and it, it, um, Everybody that's ever gotten a famous has gotten fe- famous doing them. Which huh? is like a, which yeah, which is always like I th- I always thought that was a funny thing that I heard a rapper say that once, uh, but <laughs> but I always thought that that was I always thought that that was decently true. Like any any respected athlete, at least I don't give a shit how much how many followers you have on Instagram. Any yeah. spe- any like respected athlete, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, like I mean I you know like the Callums and the fucking you know that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Don't have to worry about that. Preach. My hands are sweating like crazy. No, dude. I think I mean it is getting hot in here. We've gone for. About an hour and twelve, so uh, we could probably start to wrap this up. Uh, okay. um, but oh, shit, seriously, has it really been an it's hour? Our, dude, see, I told Holy you guys, shit. time motherfucking flies on <laughs> this God shit. Damn, I thought it had been like a half hour. Dude, I need hour. to stop cussing. That's one of the things I'm trying to work on. <laughs> I I use swear words way too often. I'm it's sorry, mom. I hope my mom doesn't even listen. You don't, you don't use them that much, but like when you do, it's when so you're, blatant. <laughs> when you do, it is. And it's I'm not like, gonna hold back, dude. I don't pull no punches. <laughs> it's like when you're on camera and when you're recording, you're just like, dude, I don't know what up? This is B motherfucking Dougie. Dude, especially the MFing, dude. I need to drop that one. Uh, what am I? Am I in like, like fuck normal life? I'm you're just like on your computer drinking coffee with your glasses on, like, oh, hey guys, how's your morning? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Did you watch the fight last night? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love, I mean, hey, like, don't even get me started on the fights. Yeah, I know, right? Fuck. But, um, yeah, dude, I don't know. Well, I think you, I think again, like, think, I think it's really important. And thank you for sharing oh, your course, story dude, and, yeah. and, and yours as well. Like, both you guys, like, have so much to offer i think people that uh are wanting to push themselves within the sport you know yeah, with with that. a cautionary tale and also with the uh, you know just, just absolutely an expression not a of like inspiration yeah, hopefully not a no no i think it's an expression <laughs> like an inspiring um expression oh. of of like what it means to really go after your own goals like you know you you Thanks, even bro. thinking about doing that has caused like even since you told me about it it has caused me to to start running <laughs> just because I'm just I, I'm not even joking I hate to run but yeah. fuck I was just like if somebody can have the endurance to do all that I was like I when I do one of them I'm like <gasps> <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah, yeah so yeah the, it just just you know I'm not to say that you know when you give an idea to someone they say 75% of the willpower goes away so not to say mm-hmm. that you know not to say that that's <laughs> enough but just saying this is the idea itself is fucking crazy dude I'm fucking ready for it thanks man <laughs>
Bullshit, son. Thank you guys so much for joining me on of this course. episode. Thank I couldn't be you. happier to know yeah. that we're going to be spending the next five days together. That's right. Doing some more Woo-woo. stuff, having a good time. We're going uh, to whatever. Rainbow I mean, River. Rainbow River. That's right. It's a blue lagoon. Ooh, we're going to swim with some manatees. About to do a gainer onto a manatee's head. Yo. <laughs> yeah, you can't touch a manatee, but they and, said that um, you can't flip onto a manatee. And you know, who knows? We might have to record another one of these uh, after after the showdown yeah with Tampa yeah that down. would be great that would be really hopefully impre- that'd be really interesting hopefully a good one regardless yeah, yeah exactly no, dude you got we're like oh shit. we wish max could be with us today <laughs> but <laughs> this is a we, we're, at, we're at max's wake yeah we are at oh max's wake <laughs> no, 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 no 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 okay no, the uh, worst case kidding. scenario is like yeah. oh man too, my ankle hurt too much. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. coming back. Max is in here. He's crying. <laughs> yeah. He sprained his ankle. Max real made fast. a Max made a very smart and tactical decision to yeah. just pr- come back. Withdraw. <laughs> yeah, to withdraw. Tactical withdrawal. Tactical, <laughs> tactical withdrawal. Oh my god. Thank you. All right, Brent, I love you guys. So much. Thank you so much. Any um, uh, where can they find you out there? If uh, you want to be found. Yeah, Instagram probably is the easiest because I. Don't have to deal with as much yeah. like conversation. Careful on there. What is it? At Maxwell. At Max Henry Parkour. At Max Henry Parkour. Yep. This is gonna give me away a little bit, but every single username of mine is just Jace Eiley. J A C E I L E Y. That's a unique name, dude. I know, but like you're the every only account I know. on the every only one I want to know. If you Google that shit, you're gonna find out where I've been. <laughs> it's, also, it's also his password. For yeah. All that's that's like, <laughs> you'll never know. All right, boys and girls. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Mwah. We out. Peace. That was all right. All right, that was Max Henry and Jay Siley coming to you from Max's a van in Largo, Florida. We got we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you guys so much for joining me on that episode. And um, we're out here in Florida. We're going up to Philly next week. Nicholas Ortiz and I for a workshop. If you're coming out to that, please, if you're in that Philadelphia area, please come out and say hello. And be sure to check out the links in the description for our guests, for you know what's what they're doing and where you can find them and what they're doing next. And, of course, our sponsors. We got on it, all the best supplements, everything you need for mind and body. Uh, Merm Life, if you need some socks on your feet. We are running out of shirts. If you have a, a shirt that you want to get, there's a few left. But mostly we have just the socks <laughs> at this point. Um, I get a lot of questions about Merm, so hopefully one day we will be able to address the lack of merchandise afforded at the mermlife.com. However, you still get that 20% off with the code height drop. And, um, and again, use that on it link, uh, to support the podcast. If you don't care about supplements or fashion, you can still support the podcast, um, just by listening and by telling your friends, subscribing, leaving a five star review on iTunes. Those are all free things you can do that really help, uh, help me out and help grow the podcast and allow us to do more and better ones in the future. So thank you guys. Really appreciate you guys being a part of all this and we will see you next Tuesday coming at you from Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I hope you guys can either much love peace.